most investors know that as soon as you get to 10 mortgages, you cannot get more mortgages. Or there's some misconception or conception that that's the reality. Now, I will say I've been doing investing in real estate and working with real estate investors for close to 20 years now. And in my niche of real estate, not many investors actually make it all the way to 10 properties altogether. So this may be a problem of a handful aggressive or aggressive in the sense of going about it investors. So what do you do if you are at 10 mortgages or just about to reach 10 mortgages and getting a little bit nervous about the future of buying, assuming you want to get additional mortgages? <clears throat> Let me just say that if you are in that situation, there are multiple things you can do on multiple facets of your life, financial life, in order to get more mortgages and or position yourself in a much better way to get more mortgages. There are things you can and should do with your credit, your credit report, your credit report, I should say. There are things you could have done, maybe could have done, earlier on to prevent you from getting to this point. Some of, uh, many of the investors we work with, the day we start, we usually start with what we call a kickoff session. In the kickoff session, I always talk to my investors about the scenario of getting to multiple mortgages even before they get their first mortgage altogether. So we actually incorporate some methods, if possible, you know, which is, you know, it will be different from, uh, from one person to another, but we definitely incorporate such ideas and concepts and, and methodologies early on in the process. Because it's one thing I have seen over the years is even the investor that comes to us with zero experience and full intention of buying two, three, four houses, many times end up buying many more over a stretch of several years. So even when I'm speaking to someone who's a beginner, I already plant the seed or the idea or the preparation for multiple mortgages in the future, which may or may not materialize. So this is something we tackle early on with our investors before they even buy their first house. Now, what are you going to do if you already have 10 mortgages or just about to get there and you still want to buy? So I am happy to say there are options and solutions out there. The first thing you need to understand is that as soon as you step, step away or step into that territory of 10 mortgages and above, you are playing in a different playground. That different playground, or let's just say rules of engagement, are, you know, are going to be different than what you are used to 
as a as someone who has up to 10 mortgages the ltv loan to loan to value ratio is going to be probably higher the rate the interest rate is going to be higher than what you are used to you know when you had 10 or less so first of all clear your mind about it and just say let's move let's understand we are stepping into a little bit more creative territory and things are going to be somewhat differently whether those things are going to be in your favor or not or you like them or not it's entirely up to you to decide right and always remember it's a lot about the alternatives right so let's talk about first of all what i'm seeing as option today with the lender that we found that can lend on more on on people for people that have more than 10 mortgages now this lender is pretty much offering two programs program number one is more uh, appropriate or relevant for a bundling bundling is when we take multiple houses and put them together under one mortgage okay so let's just say we have three houses ideally already rented usually those those kind of mortgages they like rented occupied properties um that you that are located let's just say all in i don't know dallas texas once we bundle all three that lender is willing to do somewhere between 75 to 80 percent ltv which is pretty nice very nice compared to many other lenders that we explored over the years that on similar situation will probably do 60 65 ltv so you get a, a bigger mortgage and their rate in in today's current market condition you know we're talking about the we are at the end of february 2021 their rate is somewhere between four and a half to 4.75 now remember i told you don't compare to what you are used to from before or so from the period of 10 or less this is one of those things right so this is something you need to understand the ltv is still good but the rate is going to be higher because of the this is considered a higher risk also in a bundle you are the the, the loan program is non-recourse so that actually uh, um, gives you a little bit more um i say some uh, less risk so to speak now the same lender will say i can also do an individual loan not a bundle per property and similar atv ltv 75 to 80 percent similar rate as we just talked about four and a half to 4.75 but that would be recourse not 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 non-recourse but recourse so just be aware of that everything i'm saying is in generally speaking because every investor will need to be evaluated and every property will need to be evaluated and one of the things this this lender and similar lenders are looking for is actually stabilized properties stabilized properties meaning there is a tenant inside and the tenant is paying rent and we know what the actual rent because one of the things these guys are looking for is to debt to income ratio of the property and they have a certain number they want to hit 
and only if they hit that number they're willing to do such a loan so there is a valuation or there is an um, there are two the underwriting procedures are both the owner the buyer or the, the owner and the asset so there is a weight on the risk on the underwriting on the asset as well as the the uh, owner and not just one or the other okay so just something to to understand there's important of the performance of the asset so if you are someone who's already having multiple mortgages and you're starting to hit that point where it's difficult hard impossible i just want you to know there are options and solutions out there there may be different than what you would like to see with rates but there are definitely options out there so when we when i talked about earlier the alternatives right so if you have 10 mortgages and you want to buy house number 11 and you want to take a mortgage what's your options the conventional way with the great interest rate we're getting nowadays not it's not open to you this is not even an option Cash, obviously, you know, that's great, but obviously you, you, it will limit your buying power. And another option would be going with this lender or a similar lender with a 4.5, 4.75, depending on when you're getting this or hearing this rate, which will benefit you with buying more uh, additional properties. What is the right mechanism? Why is the right, what's the right way to go? It's entirely up to you to decide. We can definitely try and help you make that de de determination or decision. So the important thing I, need, I would like you to take, or the important three couple of things I want you to take from this session is 10 mortgages is not the end. There are options. If you are not a 10 yet and you're getting there, my suggestion is to take several actions that could get you there better or could prep you better for additional mortgages maybe even conventional beyond the 10 it's more complicated than that and ideally if you are listening to, the, to this and you are already at the starting phases maybe you, you have you own none or just a few and you can already see this may be a challenge for you in, in a year or less or few I suggest you let us know and see if we can help you. Maybe even not meet those 10 mortgages limit or, or find a way to work around and not meet that limit sooner and actually meet it maybe hopefully later. I hope you are being safe. I hope you're being dry during the stormy weather in some parts of the country. I hope you're staying healthy. I wish you nothing but luck with any type of investing you're doing. Thank you for listening. I hope to talk to you soon. And I always, always welcome your feedback on my episodes. So this way I know someone is listening, someone is hearing, sending a feedback. That's always a pleasure to get your kind words. And for those of you who did trouble, thank you very much for sending the feedback over. Much appreciated. Have a terrific rest of your day. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. One last thing before I let you go. Your feedback is really important to me. Why? This way I know 
what you're thinking. This way I know you benefited from it. And it actually makes my day when people send me feedback on this and other episodes. So thank you for those who take the time and send us a feedback. I really do appreciate it. Goodbye. Have a terrific rest of your day.